0: You're listening to the 5-Minute Friday podcast episode of The Aligned Self. This is your host, Daniel Danovi. Okay, 5-Minute Friday, a short and concise podcast episode of The Aligned Self, designed to leave you with a question, an idea, a strategy, a tip, a hack, in order to give you greater access to your conscious awareness, evolving your conscious awareness, or give you greater mastery over your mind. Hello, friend, and welcome into this 5-Minute Friday. In the past, I've told this story about challenging your assumptions. There was a young couple, newlyweds, they were recently married, and the wife was, for the first time, making her holiday dinner, her Christmas dinner. They were going to host dinner for their parents and their parents' parents. And the young wife announced she was going to make a Christmas ham. So fast forward to Christmas Day, and she's getting ready to put the ham in the oven. Well, she sets the ham out, takes the cleaver, and cuts the end off of the ham and places it in the pan. And the husband, never seeing that, asked his wife, Why'd you cut the end off the ham? I've never seen that done. She said, Well, that's what my mother did, and that's what her mother did. That's the way you cook a ham. And the husband was like, are you sure? She says, I'm absolutely sure. And he says, okay, okay. He wasn't going to press it anymore. He thought that, you know, mom's going to be there and grandma's going to be there. So he'll find out firsthand. And so when the wife's mom showed up, she was milling around the kitchen and he said, hey, mom, I have a question about the ham. Why do you cut the end off before you put it in the oven? She said, that's the way it's done. That's the way my mother did it. That's the way I was taught. That's the way you cook a ham. She seemed so adamant and so certain that he wasn't going to press it any more than that. And he kind of forgot about it. They're sitting around the table, and once they brought the ham out to serve, he remembered. And so he asked his wife's grandmother, Grandma, why do you cut the end of the ham off when you put it in the oven? She said, what? Your daughter and and your granddaughter said that that's the way you cook a ham. You cut the end off when you put it in the pan. Well, Grandma was a little perplexed, and then then she started laughing. and says, oh, when I was first married, I had a small baking pan, and so the only way I could fit the ham in was to cut the end off. And so while first occurring out of necessity just to get the job done, the idea was handed down generation to generation and accepted as fact. That's just the way you do it. Well, I just recently came across a post on Facebook and I'm going to read it in case you haven't seen it because it brought up the same idea. And frankly, I found the story or the accounting quite amusing. The U.S. Standard Railroad gauge, the distance between the rails, is four feet eight and a half inches. That's an exceedingly odd number, wouldn't you say? Why was that gauge used? Well, because that's the way they built them in England, and the English engineers designed the first U.S. railroads. Well, so why did the English build them that way? Because the first rail lines were built by the same people who built the wagon tramways. And that's the gauge they used. So why did they use that gauge? Because the people who built the tramways used the same jigs and tools that they had used for building wagons. Which used the same wheel spacing. Well, why did wagons have that particular odd wheel spacing? Well, if they tried to use any other spacing, the wagon wheels would break more often on some of the old long distance roads in England. You see, that's the spacing of the wheel ruts. So, who built those old rutted roads? Imperial Rome built the first long distance roads in Europe, including England, for their legions. Those roads have been used ever since. And what about the ruts in the roads? Roman war chariots formed the initial ruts, which everyone had to match or run the risk of destroying their wagon wheels. Since the chariots were made for imperial Rome, they were all alike in the matter of wheel spacing. Therefore, the United States standard railroad gauge of 4 feet eight and a half inches is derived from the original specifications for an Imperial Roman War Chariot. Bureaucracies live forever. So the next time you are handed a specification, a procedure, a process, and wonder what horse's ass came up with this, you may be exactly right. Imperial Rome Army Chariots were made just wide enough to accommodate the rear ends of two war horses. Now, here's a twist to the story. When you see a space shuttle sitting on its launch pad, there are two big booster rockets attached to the sides of the main fuel tank. These are solid rocket boosters, or SRBs. The SRBs are made by Theocol at their factory in Utah. The engineers who designed the SRBs would have preferred to make them a bit fatter, but the SRBs had to be shipped by train from the factory to the launch site. The rail line from the factory happens to run through a tunnel in the mountains, and the SRBs had to fit through that tunnel. The tunnel is slightly wider than the railroad track, and the railroad track, as you now know, is about as wide as two horses behinds. So a major space shuttle design feature of what is arguably the world's most advanced transportation system at the time – was determined over 2,000 years ago by the width of a horse's behind. And you thought being a horse's ass wasn't that important. Ancient horses' asses control almost everything. Well, I found that story rather amusing, and it reminded me of the fact that we need to question everything. The Buddha said that. Question everything, even things that come out of my mouth. And I want you to question everything I say. In fact, I've thought about this so often that it is a natural response. When I hear something that isn't immediately validated or I don't know where the figure comes from, I ask the question, how did they arrive at that conclusion? Where does that number come from? What's the validation or the source for that idea? When you're in the practice of questioning everything you increase your conscious awareness. You accru- increase your astuteness. You actually empower yourself to be discerning about the information that flows past your mind. And through that discernment, you can ascertain whether or not those facts, that idea, what's being proposed actually works for you. Does it resonate with you? There is all kinds of information out in the world that is there by assumption. I was taught when I was a kid in school that Christopher Columbus discovered North America in 1492. Well, that's wrong. Columbus was not the first European to set foot on North America. And the whole idea of discovery is a fallacy because you cannot discover a country which is already inhabited. So if Columbus wasn't the first European to set foot on North America, who was? It was actually the Romans. There's evidence to indicate that the Romans were here at about 1100 A.D. And after them, it was the Portuguese and then the Vikings. The days and dates that are set aside for celebration of Christmas and Easter in the Christian religion, those dates are not historically accurate. Those days and dates are actually adopted from pagan religion, pagan festivals. And since we're talking about the, or since I'm talking about the Christian religion, Even the idea of Satan and hell are manufactured narratives. And I could go on and on. All kinds of historical information is not accurate. A lot of the ideas, historical ideas especially, that was delivered to you as fact are actually closer aligned with fallacy. And just in case you didn't get the memo, the topic of today's Five Minute Friday is question everything. Until next time, this is your friend and host, Daniel DeNovi, urging you to follow your bliss. Live your life from inner signals as you engage in the epic adventure.